Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you ask the hard questions like Horse babies can walk within two hours of birth. Human babies can't even sit up on their own for four months. Knowing these two things, how do centaur babies walk? <laughs> um, that's a funny situation because half of you is uh, literally naturally programmed to walk after a little bit. I like to think that the horse bit kind of like <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> Um, it's kind of drags the other half around. Because like the baby doesn't have like the this core strength to like s- like stand up like that. Yet. No, so it's like you flopped know? over. It's a horse You're body. Just a useless little worm. Um, You're so evil. No, it's funny. Or is it funnier? <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh actually, people are wait, so wait, wait. evil. Is it funnier if the horse part also doesn't work immediately? So the horse bear has to go through the motions of crawling. That's <laughs> terrifying, actually. So no, Great. it's not funnier. It, it already like crawls. That makes me on afraid. Four legs. Yeah. That instills fear in me. Good. You should be. Um, remember, we've just like we've just established that horse uh, centaurs on the other quarters are fucking insane marauders. Um. <laughs> So, that all aside, do we want to play some Pathfinder? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. Okay. So, previously in Extinction Curse, you guys were about to go into the very hard, difficult dungeon and you cleared it in one day. Um, descending into the sea caves beneath the town of Willowside, uh, you discovered the, uh, the grounds of some kind of subterranean cult which had once ruled this town from behind the scenes. Um, unfortunately, they ruled uh, so hard that um, the sheriff noticed and uh, gathered up an angry mob and killed them all. Uh, the rest was dead, rest poorly, and so the whole place was haunted. So haunted that you guys just walked around all the traps. Legitimately, you skip like five or six different counters by being, we're just not going to go that way. Um, so good, fair play to you for finding the shortest way through. Um, Oddbody got fed to a big fish. Um, yeah. You found the Banyan boys. Uh, the Banyan boys were standing in front of a statue of a big fish, and you recognized the big fish to be Dagon's uh, demon lord of sea monsters, bringer of the apocalypse, and uh, Leviathan of the deeps. And you guys were like, that sucks. And Lederick Banyan was like, it's me, Lederick Banyan. We should get out of here and go back to the surface. And you guys were like, classic Lederick. Then Ariado was like, what's that door? And Lederick was like, oh, no, dudes, don't go that way. 
uh, and you saw the real Lederick realize that this guy was an imposter. Do 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 do. Stop! He was I hate you. He was a uh, lich skelm, which is essentially a uh, male hag, kind of. They're not the exact same, but they're like. They've got some similarities. They um, fill the same role in society. You killed the shit out of him. Became friends with the Banyans who got their redemption arc uh, by apologizing and saying, You're right, we are wrong, blah. Also, we've got a mecha now. Also, um, Lederick is gay. Yeah. Oh, Ledric's gay, by the way, so we have to stop winging the cishet men tag. <laughs> because uh, that's, that's up in the air now, completely. Now he's just cis. Uh, no one's perfect. No. <laughs> um, are we going to start playing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I say with a smiley face as I slowly dim out the music. And I, I swivel in my chair to look at you, Brit. <laughs> Hi! How's your sleep, Polio? Something tells me not good. Something tells you you're right. <laughs> you don't even realize it's a dream at first this time, Volio. Oh. You spent so much time as Dane Elodie recently. You spent so much time in the wealth. But the boundary between life and this world is frustratingly dead. What gives it away are the worms. Kind of an easy tell. They blot out the sky as ever. Their fuzzy, multicolored bodies somehow looking painful to observe as they squirm in constant riding masses up in the skies blotting out the stars that you know aren't there. Your patrons would like a word. Voliovia, it has been some time since our last check-in. We have been giving you space and respect your privacy. Are we doing it right? He's just kind of like staring up at them. Almost like glaring. Um, but it's it's more of a tired look. No, but you're doing your best, aren't you? No. Cool. We could certainly give you more space by not calling this meeting. <laughs> the last time we spoke, Voliovia, you said you did not trust us. We are trying very, very very hard to make you trust us. We have been doing everything within our best ability to help you. But yesterday you had an incident 
Why did you come back to Willowside? I didn't have a choice. Volio-via, everything in this world is a choice. Choices are all that we have. There is no such thing as fate or destiny. All there is are very good guesses, and you are our choice, Volio-via, for that very good guess, which is slowly but surely but slowly but surely but slowly but surely becoming more and more obviously correct. You went to the tomb of Dagon yesterday. You told me to follow the others. We did. And I'm doing just as you say. So you are gold star for Mr. Via. <laughs> fucking face palms. Why did you crow? Your best friend, Oddbody, the amazing Oddbody, your best friend, to his doom. He didn't seem to have a problem with it. Well, we're going to have to find another one now. What? Voliovia. You did not heed his words. Uh, no, I'm sorry, another one? What? The path you are on is a dangerous, distressing one. Consider the Temple of Dagon to be a preview of what is to come if you do not do as you have always been chosen to do and help defeat the cult of Zevgavizeb. This is why we selected you on a whim. A whim which we have, again, been proven is slowly but surely but slowly but surely becoming more and more and more correct. That is your goal. That is why you must follow the others. And that is why you must trust us. The cosmic mistake that was Zevgavizeb and Dagon and demonkind as a whole is ours to clean. And you are our detergent. Ugh. Why don't you love us? <laughs> After all we have done for you, we have given you Oddbody, the amazing Oddbody, your very best friend. Like we have put on the skins pants. of the worms. We have given you magic and power and might beyond anything which your last life could have been capable of. And yet, you do not trust us. You do not wish to fight demons. You want to run and run and run and run. This is, out of all the choices that one can make in your many, many, many choice-filled life, a bad one. And your point is, I, <laughs> I don't see why you care that I don't like you. 
You know I never wanted to be this, right? Aren't you, like, omnipotent or something? No, far from it. We are not even close to omnipotent. If you were to encounter us, chances are, Volio, with your strengths and powers, you could rip us asunder. The reason we care is because this is a world of choices. And our choice is that you will help us. And so far, again, it is very correct. We do not want you to make a bad choice. That is all for now. Continue to follow the others and say hello to Oddbody for us when you wake up. Sure. I'll make friends with this one this time, I guess. He already loves you. Ugh, he shudders. <sighs> Good night, Volio Via. Good night. And Volio, you wake up in bed. Ugh, good fucking damn it. How do you feel? He's, he's got his face. Just kidding, I already know how you feel. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> no, uh, because you feel like you're going to get sick. Oh, God. Um, there's... It feels... It feels like you're choking. Uh, he's going to, like, run outside. Like, he's going to, like, fall off of his bed and just, like, try to go get outside. Okay. Volo, you noisily clamber out of the fucking room like an... A crazed gorilla and make your exercise <laughs> yeah. as you start to gag. Um, this is the first time you've been awake for this as you start to spit and wheeze and something starts to slither out of your mouth. Oh my god! It's no. a snake, a worm. Um, it is electric blue with like orange patterns going down its back. Um, and two black beady eyes um, that kind of like pop out of its head and it squirms and spews until it drops out of your mouth uh, still covered in your saliva volio and it kind of like just whips around like really quickly um, almost like almost like you might see a Michael doing uh, under a microscope. It moves erratically and strangely, this weird blue and orange shape, as it stares at you and starts to vibrate, and then poof, with a puff of fuzz and sprinkles, the amazing Oddbody smiles at you. Home! Oh. Welcome home. Yay! Volio, uh, uh, <laughs> he's kind of just like on his knees outside and his hands are like clutching his stomach. Um, he's in like a cold sweat. He, oh, he does not look good. Um, not physically, not mentally. That was... 
really fucked up. Um, he's probably shaking too. Uh, but he he kind of like reaches over to like touch Odd Body. Yeah, Is it's he... Odd Body. Okay. <sighs> Via. You just found out where Odd Body comes from, I guess. Is that why he would always curl up on your tr chest like that? Oh. It's the I first place that. that he would come out, huh? I fucking hate that. And you're left wondering how many times has this happened? How many times have you worn an odd body out through wear and tear? And has he secretly been replaced? What number odd body is this? You've been traveling with him for a good few years now. A century, at least? Yeah. Volyavia, you are level 14. Let's talk about that. Let's fucking talk about it, I guess. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my okay. fucking god. So. Volio, you're level 14. Um... <sighs> I got one thing you don't know about that I'm going to give you now. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, tell me what you got on your own. Well, <laughs> I've got Silencing Strike, uh, which mm -hmm. is a move that will let me uh, hit someone and essentially make them shut the fuck up and just stop talking. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. Mm -hmm. You did get a skill feat um, from a uh, compendium of homebrewed skill feats I'm making as well, because there mm. aren't enough of them. Oh, right, yeah, um, I got pushed to safety. Mm hmm. And um, can you remind me what my skill feat I wrote was? <laughs> yeah, um, essentially, I can push an ally. I can push an ally out of the way uh, and kind of take their place if they are about to get hit. It's a reaction, uh, and it's really useful. Mm hmm. Very cool. Um, and I'd like to tell you what you just got. Yeah, please do. You just learned a greater lesson. Oh! And the lesson was the lesson of mischief. Mm-hmm. You get a hex, and your familiar gets a spell to add to your spell list that you would not normally get. The hex is Deceiver's Cloak. Um, and basically, uh, you cast... Um, illusory disguise on yourself mm -hmm. except it can be any type of thing if you so chose you could make yourself look like an elephant a horse a <gasps> dog any you can basically illusion yourself to look like anything you don't know what you've done <laughs> oh you're you're about to be very happy with the other thing you get Ritz and it's a spell <laughs> uh, Odd Buddy has added to your spell list uh, you ever hear of mad monkeys <gasps> Mad monkeys? Magical monkey spirits fill the areas. They pile and climb on top of each other. Um, they are like a swarm, except they will steal stuff. They will screech loudly to deafen people and just kind of crawl all over the bad guy's uh, space. Oh my And I'd God. like to imagine, I'd like to imagine that the mad monkeys look like, you know those like old plastic chain monkeys? Yeah, um, that's exactly what Toy they Story look like. Yeah. Monkeys in uh, a barrel. So, yep, those are the ones. So Oddbody uh, has given you that because uh, he loves you so much and you love him too. 
Sure, we'll go Forever with that. Forever and ever. Forever okay. and ever and ever and ever and ever. Yep. Um, I'm adding do I'm giving you those. You can throw those into your spells. Mm. Um, oh, and that is you. Uh, Royarian Ariato. Royarian Ariato. You just. Hi. You were probably awoken by that shit. Yes. Maybe um, a little. At this point, I think you. Do you go check on him, or do you give him space? Because I think that's a... I cannot make that decision for you guys. I think, uh, Rayari, who was just asleep face down in bed, um, sort of rubs her eyes and is like, what the hell was that? <laughs> There's so much noise. And she sort of gets up like sitting, like like pushing herself up, and they're like, "Ariada, did you see what that was?" Uh huh. Well, uh, are you okay? Was it bad? Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I am hearing that everything is not fine in your voice here. <laughs> I just. I just woke up. What happened? So we know where Aunt Body comes from? We do? Yeah, Ariana, you definitely saw, like, Aunt Body starting to, like, peek out from Volu's lips when that happened. <laughs> she actually shudders. <laughs> Looks straight at Rari, like, it's a good thing Aunt Body doesn't eat food, because then we'd be having Volu eat for two. Oh, fucking god. Oh my god. Is, did I just fucking put Mpreg into this fucking game? Stop no! it. Rayari sits oh. up and is like, What the fuck is going on? We're checking on them. Volio? Uh, they they kind of turn their head. Autobody's probably like fucking around in front of him, huh? Just like. Yeah, he, he's spinning little circles. Yeah, I figured. Not nearly as ha not nearly as fast as he was when he was looking like a worm. Mm -hmm. I will point out, by the way, this was not a um, this was not a fuzzy worm on a string. This looked like an actual like eel. I think is the best way of describing it. Really mm -hmm. sick. That is sick. <laughs> uh, he's he's still shaking. He does not look well. Um, uh, and they're like. Hi. Did you puke up something? Did you give birth? Yes, I suppose. Do you do you need a hug? Are you alright? Do you need like water? Do you need do we have seltzer? I don't want anything in my throat. That's fair. <laughs> do you Shut need up, anything you. in particular? I just, I, uh, I need to get away from here. Like, here is in what? From Willowside, or like this this particular caravan? Willowside would be nice. 
Well, we'll do that as quickly as physically possible. Everything's still kind of destroyed, and there's also an army about to march. So... <laughs> it just keeps believe, getting worse. Believe me, Bolio, I do not want to stay here forever. I like traveling. I hear Absalom this time of year is great. <laughs> uh, do you want to come back inside? You're sort of just sitting there on the floor. Well, on the ground, really. They kind of like wobble up uh, and nod. Uh, I want to try something. I've probably tried it before, but I need you hear muffled. Ah, Jack now. And then he goes completely silent. I'm just going to hope and play. He stays there. Okay. I don't want him near me. That's I fair. Understand that. Remember when this campaign started and Rich was all crazy about Oddbody? What a good time that was. That was I before I learned he came out of Volio. Okay, that's fair. And that that's not even the original Odd Body. <laughs> You've changed everything I know about Odd Body, you son of a bitch. In fairness, what did you know about him? Nothing! <clears throat> and it was great! Royari, Royari and Ariato, you two are level 14 as well. Let's go true that. Um, mm -hmm. hey, let's start with you. You are level 14, and everything is great. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell me what you got this level? Well, other than the basic, you know, everything goes up. Um, mm -hmm. I got... I got a... Was it a skill feat and, a, and then um, class feats? Yeah, skill feat, class feat, archetype feat. Um, well, I got a skill feat called Cartwheel Dode. It's not Cartwheel Dodge, because Derry's... Darius' keyboard is broken. Um, Thank you, David. <laughs> it's not actually cartwheel dodge, uh, but it. Uh, so the feat, it literally also for my, is uh, for my little book of skill feats I'm writing. Yeah, it's it's a homebrew one because I, there's not enough skill feats to go around. We need more. Um, but Coming soon, ish. <laughs> when I basically when I avoid taking damage with like evasion or path to perfection yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I can immediately stride up to half of my speed um, if I'm legendary in acrobatics I can go up to my full speed all of that is insane because I move really fast anyways it basically lets you cartwheel out of the way when someone throws a fireball at you yeah that's fun and um, uh, what was your class speed? and your acrobat speed? I got um, perfect finisher um, which means that when I do a finisher, I can choose to, um, 
do two rolls and pick the better one out of them, which is, I think, its advantage in D&D, right? Yeah, it's it's like advantage from D&D, except we can't use that word because that's their word. It's a fortune No, I'm just... I am simply explaining it for the for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I got Aura of Courage, which is a champion feat, um, because I do like champions. Um, and it's basically... Like, whenever I'm frightened, the condition is reduced by one, um, which means I can completely negate being frightened. And um, at the end of my turn, when that would happen, um, I also reduce the uh, frightened effect for anybody that um, I'm allies with within 15 feet of me, because I'm just so safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's you, right? Yep. Okay. Ariado, uh, you are level 14 too. Uh, what's up with mm-hmm. that? Crazy. Uh, honestly, not super crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got Consult the Spirits as my skill feat for being mm-hmm. Master in Religion. Mm-hmm. I didn't so make this one. This I is can... a good one. Yeah, uh, basically I can commune with the spirits for 10 minutes and it's basically a more risky but less vague augury. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because I can only use augury twice with two different um, two different items. Mm-hmm. So basically more the options. way this works is that like you can ask, hey ghost, can you give me a specific answer? And you roll religion. Well, I roll religion. I don't actually let you know. And uh, they will, depending on the roll that I did using your stat, be really honest and help you or maliciously lie to you. And you won't know until which until it's too late. Mm. So yep. um, very fun. Uh, what right. else you got? Are you- uh, to go with that uh, for one of my um, for one of my class feats. I have spiritual sense, which lets me know if there are ghosts or haunts in an area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically like trap sense for rogues, except it's for ghosts and spirits. And I'm going to allow it to work with the flavor thing I've been doing with demons so far to give you some slight uh, actual hints about demons within your range. Cool. Which is fun. Which is definitely useful mm-hmm. um, for my other class feat for Sorcerer, I have Interweave Dispel, mm-hmm. which basically, uh, if I cast a spell at anybody, um, I can use an action to also use Dispel Magic, and it dispels, um, it dispels any sort of spell, att- uh, spell effects that th- the target had. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really juicy because it's basically quick and casting, except you can use it as many day- times per day as you like, but only with dispel magic. And mm-hmm. hint, as you get into higher level stuff, you're gonna meet more spellcasters. Yep. So that's very fun. Um, speaking that being of, said... Speaking of spells, um, new level mm, 7. Oh. oh, my god. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terror. My boss. I got sunburst. You fucking. Oh no! No! I have to remind myself what it does, but even the name of it, I'm. I'm getting flashbacks. 
uh, fire damage and um, increased damage to undead. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like searing light, but even worse. Uh-huh. Up to 16 D10 against undead? Uh-huh. <laughs> no! Eight, no! An 8 D10 against regular people. It has a range of 500 feet, and it's a 60-foot burst. <laughs> and it counteracts darkness. It's like a fucking explosion of searing light. Uh-huh. You don't know it yet, but I am already screaming in terror. Um, I'm looking at some of the... I'm looking at my the books I have. I'm like, oh no, oh that's oh not good. <laughs> um, now, if we'd like, uh, we can wake up after that harrowing incident. Um, <clears throat> Honestly, I'm not sure if Ariana went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. That was kind of disturbing to watch. A little bit. Yeah, I did. Even fucking worse to go through. Um. Morning comes, and uh, I'll be honest, the circus is a little more lively than it's been over the last few days. Mm -hmm. Um, Particularly so as you guys come out and have breakfast, is the person making the breakfast. Oofy. Oofy is fully conscious, and they looks... They looks good, honestly. Um... As you come out of your uh, caravan, uh, they kind of turn and look at you all and kind of beam. Uh, you didn't really have a chance to catch with them uh, yesterday because what a, what a long fucking day. Um, but uh, they kind of like jog up to you guys with a plate of smoked fish for breakfast, um, which is surprisingly a nice meal. Um, and they kind of uh, mm. smile and says, Yutree, hello, hi. I... Oh my god, you're here, and you are you feeling better? How was your nap? Ah, uh, it was... I'd be lying to say if I said it wasn't pleasant, but I'm glad I'm awake. Mordain told me everything. Ariato, I owe you so much for figuring that out. Anything to help? <laughs> uh, they smile says, It was so strange. It was like a call to come come be part of something bigger that by giving up myself to those strange dreams I would be at home I don't even remember what that means but it was it wasn't pleasant so I don't know how you did it but I thank you all so much for saving me oh well sometimes you have to stop and Stop a cult of an outer god. It happens. What? Oh, you know. Don't worry about it, my dear. Oh, <laughs> this breakfast is so wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. I worked very hard on it. <laughs> People are, in general, kind of, like, working hard. Um, rebuilding stuff, you can tell. Um... A lot of people are out on the streets in Willowside helping, so, like, you don't see, like, the dwarven throwers. Uh, you see Mordain, but no Hod. Um, mm-hmm. Axel and Dingo are under a tree just talking to each other. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Very. But I think before you get to uh, poke your nose into that business, you get a uh, a figure with a big, big, big bushy beard 
sliding out in front of you guys and taking a big bow. And it's uh, Gideron Albus, the bearded man. And he says, Hey, uh, it's a good thing you're all awake. The uh, mayor told me to, told, uh, told the professor to tell me. Well, he t- had me point it. <laughs> wants you guys to go meet the mayor. Uh, she's got some uh, something big to talk about, I think. And she'd like to thank you all for your services to the town. Well, all right. Uh, takes another bow, his massive beard kind of like flopping around as he does before he uh, goes off to uh, help fix up Bardolph's wagon. Uh, Esme is combing dear sweet Leandris' uh, mane and gives you guys a thumbs up. What do you guys do? I guess we have to go see the mayor. That would be a good idea. I guess. You want to make your way into town? Grab stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, something I will say, by the way, is you guys have so much money. You'd be able to, if you needed to restock with Gertie, you'd be able to do so soon. But for now, uh, you make your way to Willowside's mayoral office. Um, as you make your way in, you realize that you aren't alone. Um, obviously, the mayor is there, uh, but there are a few other figures as well. Uh, one of them, the most instantly recognizable, is Friend Banyan uh, Lederick, uh, sitting in a big fucking armchair. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people in this room, uh, kind of crowded in. One of them is a lizard folk. Um, a large and imposing uh, figure, not unlike the troglodytes, except um, less butt-ass ugly. Um, <laughs> they have, like, green shimmering scales. Uh, they are tall, you can tell, uh, nearing Volio heights. Um, cool. Cool. So, um, the lizard folk, uh, or Iruxi, as you know they like to call themselves, um, mm. stands about six feet tall, very muscular, with greenish-gray scales, um, stark white spines, and their eyes are, like, really green and almost frog-like. Um, mm. Clearly got a lot of, like, tools around their belt. Um, healer's tools, survivor tools... Um, a big bag and a few weapons. Um, and then lounging on a stool uh, next to this lizard folk is an Azamar. Um, they've got like a walking stick um, and a long purple coat. Um, mm. Their eyes are like bright yellow, um, almost glowing, um, with uh, kind of like dusty bronze skin and perfect white hair that's very bouncy um and uh they're kind of like flipping a coin in their hand uh very androgynous you cannot tell and they kind of smile up at you and uh there sitting at the desk is Mayor Vandy and uh she kind of smiles and says wandering tree wonderful you are here uh with this I believe our meeting can start Lederick kind of like gives you a tired salute. He's clearly trying to go back to his bad boy persona, but there's also, he feels a little awkward about doing that now, I think. 
Yeah. Considering we saved his ass. <laughs> yeah, and he had a very heart-to-heart with you guys. The uh, lizard folk stands up, uh, kind of like creaking as they do, and uh, offers, uh, I think, whoever's closest to the front, um, I'll just say Ariato, offers you a hand uh, to shake, and uh, this is out. My name is Yelvor. I use it, its pronoun. It is a pleasure to meet you. Ed, it's nice to meet you too. Oh my goodness, a fellow connoisseur of pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that matters in the swamp is survival, not genders. <laughs> also true. Um, the, uh, Azamar kind of, like, rolls her head back a little bit and smiles and says, Yes, uh, you don't need to introduce yourselves, by the way. Royale Sensor next, Ariato Gatti, and Volio Via. We've seen your posters. Oh, I can appreciate yes. a show of showmanship. Uh, they kind of lean on uh, Derek Haynes. Says, I'd love to hear more about how your circus works and... Do you do any games? I love a good game, especially ones that make lots of money and don't really offer many prizes. I can help you. And Mayor Vandy kind of clears <laughs> her throat. <laughs> and they kind of like sigh and bow a little bit. Vimarat, lovely to meet you all. Well, it is nice to meet you too. Um, Mayor Vandy exhales and says, With this... Um, I have gathered the strongest adventurers in our little town. It's not many, but um, Yelvora here comes from the Welt, uh, is one of the most successful uh, hunters in the hinterlands of the Willowside. And uh, Vi here uh, was one of the uh, is a usually a uh, customer and sometimes employee in Fortune's Hall who uh, missed the last shipment and didn't go afterwards. Mm. And obviously I'm sure you know Lederick who is here to represent the Banyan Boys today. Right. And she kind of like leans back a little bit and says um, it has been a few difficult days. Most people, uh, farmers, ranchers, hunters, everyone else who lives outside Willowside, have either fallen back into the town or are presumed dead. The Hooked Inn and Myrach boarding house are packed, and the town's abandoned buildings have been reopened to hold the space residents. Food's in short supply. Fishermen can't uh, put out uh, put out into the sea because of the sea monsters at the pier, which we are doing our best to identify. Both the hospital and the Temple of Arasal are filled with people who narrowly survived run-ins with uh, Zulgas, or simply got injured in the, the hectic defense preparations. Mm-hmm. Mother Frint is stretched to her limits trying to tend everyone. And that's why I've gathered all of you, the most capable combatants in Willowside. I want to apologize to most people here. Yelvora, Vi, and of course the Wandering Tree, I am sure that there have been times where 
Willowside has made you feel unwelcome. <laughs> <coughs> and Ludra kind of shrinks in his chair. And he <laughs> inhales and exhales. I am sorry that I helped perpetuate an atmosphere of exclusion in this town. And I hope that we can work together to put our differences aside and make Willowside safe once again as a team. Very nice apology, you're forgiven, big man. Can you say that with the, with the recording rod up to you? And less rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my best, this is all I'm giving. <clears throat> I'm joking, my dear. Don't take it. Uh, Yelvora just kind of grunts, and Vi says, No, 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 I forgive you entirely. Uh, how about later on we have a friendly betting game? <laughs> <laughs> Ledric shoots my look. It does look that, despite him be looking sullen about being forced to apologize, he has generally softened since his experience. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, Mayor Vandy kind of speaks and says, I've been collecting reports about Zulgat activity while you've been in the sea caves. The reports are sparse and sometimes contradictory but she, I've compiled the following information about the Zulgat forces concentrated around Willowside. Um, Gristan Vrick, uh, the newcomer, was supposed to provide a map, but uh, he hasn't shown up. He's gone missing as well. Uh-oh. It is best to presume him dead. Regardless, we have some hot spots of activity. We're going to need to clear out these places. The longer that they stand, the more they will try Willowside's defenses until we have nothing left we can do to defend. Mm-hmm. The Banyan boys uh, unearthed a powerful magical item, uh, the Arcane Giant. However, unfortunately it is quite large and loud, so we can't really be sending it on many missions. Mm-hmm. The rest of you, however, if you are able to uh, complete these missions that um, we may have a chance of striking back against the invaders. Our hotspots are as follows. On the east road, there is a blockade. Uh, the path between Fortune's Hall and uh, Here's End, the next community to the northeast, has been blocked off by troglodytes and their dinosaurs. Mm. Meanwhile, the Verdant Passage um, is also under a blockade. Um, this is the road between uh, Willowside and Carrick. Um, its blockade is the reason that you uh, circus folk had to come here by boat in the first place. There have been rumors of dinosaur attacks along the passage for weeks, but they've erected a permanent blockade across the road to keep us from leaving. Ah. Here Road, uh, the mile-long road to Willowside. Uh, it is the one where you encountered the Tikbalang, I believe. Mm. It has seen many, many dangerous creatures since even before you arrived, but there are strange disappearances along the road. Tracks simply end. No sign of any struggle. This is likely where Gristar and Vrick went missing. 
Beyond that, we uh, know that there is uh, monsters out at the pier. At first, they were identified as sea serpents, but it looks like they're more similar to crocodiles. Crocodiles with long, bony sails along their back. Do any of you want to roll nature to see if you know what the fuck that might be? Um, I'll yeah, try. Sure. Rayari and Ariado put their brains together for this. Yeah. Nature. Well, not Rayari. Oh, there was, there was an attempt here. 30? Okay, 30, yes. Uh, Rayari, uh, you think that this might be a crocodile with a sail on its back. Or maybe Rayari a vampire. Rayari oh, says, Well, I think it may be a crocodile with a sail on its back. Um, Ariadne, you, you got literally the DC. Okay, I'll take it. That's a Spinosaurus, baby! Yeah. That's a goddamn Spinosaurus! Uh, another dinosaur. Another dinosaur. Uh, and oh. Vi kind of sizes, Great, just what we needed. More of them. Well, certainly it's if you've beaten one, you can beat them all, right? Right? Ellis? Ariado thinks in her mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, Maybe. Uh, Yelvora kind of leans forward and it uh, lets out a kind of hiss and says, Well, if you are already worried about one set of dinosaurs... Up north in the forest, it seems that the hated Zulgat have a special pen for their dinosaur livestock. Several Life different stuff. kinds of dinosaurs live in a large structure with subdivisions to keep carnivores and herbivores apart. Sabotaging this structure to free the dinosaurs is likely to limit the animals available for the siege. However, there are a lot of them. It appears that they are... This is where they are training some of them to be used as mounts. And, additionally, burning out their nostrils so that they cannot smell the Zulgat stench. Mm. And Voli, you're like, Ah, oh, my stinking cloud! Yeah. It had nostrils, but it couldn't smell because they got... Burned out. That's horrible. That is horrible. That's really bad. <laughs> we need to free these dinosaurs under the under the uh, the terms that this is that this is abusive behavior, and we need to free them so that they can they can live peacefully on yeah. the surface and destroy the ecosystem. Yay! <laughs> um, Vi kind of like exhales and says, "I've got my own reports as well." Um. Mm -hmm. I've got, uh, I mean, uh, they kind of, like, flick out some cards, and, uh, on the cards there's, like, several, like, birds, and with a flick of the hand, um, those birds pop out into real life. Uh, still looking Ooh. like cartoon illustrations. Um, I've got eyes in the sky, and the last few days I've been doing some remote scouting. Judging from what I can tell... It's not far off from the dinosaur corrals, they have a fiend enclosure. Hmm. A structure containing several strange creatures that look like demonic dinosaurs. 
Some of them look like um, like isopods, nearly. Uh, others like Wonderful. giant bat creatures. Um, more of them like just strange tentacled monsters. Mm. What any of them might be used for is anyone's guess, but they're undeniably more monstrous and dangerous than dinosaurs. Okay. All right. There are also um, monsters, big monsters. I don't, I don't know how to describe them. And uh, Yelvora announces, "I saw this as well. The huts, a makeshift camp holding giants with wide vertical maws." and arms that split at the elbows to end in two clawed hands. It appears the Zulgat are using them as slave labor, vile monsters that they are. Uh, would anyone else like to make me an occultism check? Uh, well, there will be... I can try. <laughs> Let's attempt it. You guys, do you... four. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> People Bullion. at home. Those are vampires. You're sure of it. You read it in a book once that vampires have vertical maws and arms are split off into two. There's a vampires. I've seen them. Oh my god, I just rolled a nat 20. Oh Ooh. shit. I rolled a 30. Okay, Ariado. I, I you... want you to know. Mm-hmm. I want you to know I have a plus zero. That is. <laughs> okay, so the way that this works Same. is uh, Ariado just about bet the DC, uh, but Royari. A plus zero would be a crit fail, um, but because you got nat twenty, that bounces out to make just a regular success. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it wouldn't have been a crit fail; it'd been just a regular fail. Point is, you both know what this is. Uh, you actually did see them, and finally, you're clicking together what they are. Gugs. Gugs are horrifying creatures that look kind of like they're like gorillas, but the arms split off at the elbows to become two other arms, and their head is like, they don't have a neck, they don't have a mouth, or a, they don't have a neck, they don't have a head, it's just a giant jaw that opens right out of the shoulders. Um, you know that they are monsters which live deep underground in the under uh, in the Darklands, um, and they love to eat people. They love to eat people. Um, Good. They're Great. very Lovecraft, which is to say, Lovecraft made them. Oh. The fact that the Zulgat are using them for slave labor is interesting. Not exactly common things to enslave, considering how viciously dangerous they are. Like, these are essentially Lovecraft giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do they tame them? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. You seem to remember them being like. When you saw the armies for the first time, you saw creatures that looked like that, and they were in open circles with like bodies on spikes around them. You don't you don't know what that means, but yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, the fact that they're being used for slave labor is interesting. And then um, Mayor Vandy kind of bows her head and says, "Finally." The primary Zulgas camp. It surrounds the Marstone Tower and sprawls over Square Mile. The Zulgat are constructing 
a massive siege tower in their camp, but it's currently incomplete. Because of the Zulgat presence, no one's gone close to the, the tower uh, to see whether the Zulgats have taken it, but the fact that they're building a siege tower far larger than anything needed to conquer Willowside suggests they haven't. The leader of the Zulgat appears to be in or near this siege tower. We haven't learned any specifics. Mm-hmm. We're going to need you guys to um, try to figure out more about why they're here as well. Attacking Zulgat is good, but try to take some prisoner and find out why they're here. I don't know what this town has that they want, but if that siege tower comes here, we are we've lost. We need to fight back before they get the chance to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's not much we can do at the moment. Uh, as far as preparations go, we've done all we can. The fighting is sure to begin any day now. As such, we have some options. Yelvora here will aid people who wish to scout hotspots. Uh, and Yelvora kind of nods and says, I have spent many years fighting monsters that come to the world. The Zulgat are among the most disgraceful. As such, I volunteer to aid you in tracking and scouting these wretched beasts. I will aid you in secretly observing the hot spots to get a sense of how quickly and how fiercely the Zulgat will take to mobilize there. It should take about two hours on, uh, depending on each hotspot. Unless it's the main Zulgat camp, which will take us about 12 hours. If it works, I'll be able to tell you, with your aid, how long until they start attacking from a specific area, and how many... how difficult it will be once they start attacking. And uh, Vi kind of like exhales and says, Yes, as for me, I think I can be more helpful here around the town in helping you increase our defenses. We don't have the time to erect additional defenses, but um, we can increase our standing by rallying speeches and exhortations of bravery and community. So every day you can come meet with old Vi and I'll help you organize a rally. All going well, if you take an hour, you'll be able to keep Willowside on the up and up in spite of all that's happening to us. Sounds good. Finally, uh, Lederick says, As much as I'd love to go fight the Zulgat myself, the Arcane Steam Giant is very, very loud. Mm. We'll probably be best using it as a defense uh, defender of the town itself, fighting off daily minor in att- attacks and skirmishes around the borders. But don't think I'm out of this. One day... One day when we've got enough, when we start fighting back, the arcane steam giant is going to be leading the charge. And he kind of (laughs) winks. Just make sure you clean up the rusted bits. Uh, Cleaning's not my style. I'll get Sturvin to do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. As long as it gets done. 
Uh, Mayor Vandy nods and smiles a little bit and says, How do we want to approach this? Right now we have very little idea of anything that's happening. So we're going to need... To use game mechanic terms, if we hit zero uh, defense points, the town is gone. Well? And every day that passes, those defense points will start going lower and lower unless you take care of stuff. Hmm. So, I suppose we'll just take care of stuff. How, how do we approach this? You can scout, you can rush off and start taking stuff out blindly. You can rally our people. I would suggest maybe rallying every day. It would be good to start. It is noon now. Whatever you do, whether you want to work with Yelvor to scout, work with Vi to uh, rally people, or rush out into danger and fight off the opponents, it's up to you. Why don't we rally and then scout today? I think that'd be best. Vi and Yelvor kind of uh, nod, and uh, Ledric stands and kind of puts his hands together and says, All right, starting today, we aren't the Banyan Boys. We're not the Wandering Tree, we're not the Lizard uh, the lizard Folk Ranger, nor uh, the Traveling Gambler. Right now, we all go under one banner, and that banner is the Heroes of Willowside. Now let's go out there and be heroes, he says, punching his hand into his uh, other hand. <laughs> Surprisingly eloquent for him, to be honest. <laughs> um, do you guys want to go out and start rallying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dice Will Roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. There's a lot to go through. A lot to celebrate with this one, everyone. <laughs> First things foremost, I want to thank uh, two of our patrons, uh, Gizmo and Andrew Hartung, for their characters uh, who appeared in this episode. Uh, Ilvora the Lizardfolk and Vimarat the Azamar. Um, you can get your character on the show if you join our Patreon tier, $10 and up, as well as a load of other stuff, uh, ad-free episodes, discounts on merch, and even free merch sometimes. That aside, this is the 50th episode of Extinction Curse, and there's a lot more to just that. Today is also Luna's birthday, and on Wednesday it's going to be Ritz's birthday too. And late July, it's going to be Extinction Curse's birthday. Um, the campaign will be turning one year old, which is insane. To celebrate that, we're going to be doing a couple of competitions. Uh, number one, we're going to be doing a dice giveaway on our Twitter. Uh, same as ever, if you've followed us for a while, you know about our dice giveaways. Check it out on Twitter, retweet it, do some other stuff, and uh, maybe win some sweet pride-themed heartbeat dice. On top of that, we are going to be doing an art competition. Um, if you do fan art of Dice Roll between now and uh, the end of July, and uh, the winner will be hired by us and commissioned to make a piece of fan art to be sold on the Dice Roll merch store. Um, this can be any kind of fan art, so long as it is Extinction Curse themed. Whether it is uh, an NPC that you love a lot, uh, one of the player characters, a comic of a moment you really enjoyed, an animatic even. It doesn't even necessarily need to be visual art. If you'd prefer to write a fanfiction or homebrew an item, monster, or feat for the show, um, that is absolutely welcome as well. Um, in which case, we wouldn't hire you to do the art, but we'd take you on board to help uh, figure out what the art should be of. Basically, you will get to uh, commission a piece of official Dice Roll merch for free. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for supporting Extinction Curse over the last year. It's not been an easy year for anyone, I'm sure, and 
being able to go to this funny little circus where it's more than welcome to be queer and also kill dinosaurs, it's it's been really good for me and for all of us in Dice And it's all thanks to you guys. So um, thank you all so much. Keep it rolling and uh, good luck on the fan art competition, everyone. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Rules light. Gay heavy. Knees weak. Mom's spaghetti. Listen to us truly earn the explicit podcast tag on Roll Gay Roleplay. Where we roll with sass and kick some ass. Our dysfunctional party isn't afraid to get our hands dirty. Feel free to interpret that however you want. So violence is on your gay agenda. Come join our campaign at Roll Gay Roleplay. And And may Yonsei Yonsei be with with you. We now return to Dice Will Roll. So uh, Vi kind of leads you out onto the streets. And uh, they say, So the best way that this will work is one of you be the primary speaker. And then the other of you can either help by uh, telling them nicely that it'll be okay. Or telling them what will happen if they fuck up, as it were. Both are equally effective, but one uses diplomacy and the other uses intimidation. He says, turning to you, Ariato, you have not given any indication that you're better intimidation. He has has (laughs) smelted off you. Ariato looks at him like, I, what, what are you looking at me for? Call it a hunch. (laughs) They kind of bow. Just because I'm scared of my enemies doesn't mean I have to be scared of people, but I guess I can do that. Being scary to your allies is good. It'll help them remember what's at stake. Yes. Threaten them with death, I I guess. (laughs) Seems kind of mean, but okay. If it gets the job done, that's all. The end result is all that matters. Okay. (laughs) If I lie, does that work too? You know what? I'd say yes. You could lie to them and tell them it'll all be all right. Thank God. That's what I, I missed it. I just realized, yeah, Royari, Ariato, and Volio all are good at charisma, but in their one niche thing. Royari yeah. talks to people really nicely, Ariato scares people, and Volio lies. <laughs> I love how she's just like, she's 5'5", five, five, doesn't look very intimidating outwardly. Wait, wait. Like, <laughs> what? Gaslight like, keep girl boss. Oh my fucking god, Ritz. Volio's gaslight, Ariano's gatekeep, and Royari's girl boss. I... Oh my god. Oh my god. Is this a blooper, or are we gonna put this in the actual thing? <laughs> so, uh, Vi kind of turns and, um, points at the stage and, uh, says... You three get up there, decide who's going to do most of the talking, and then have some, uh, the rest of you throw in some niceties. 
It'll take about an hour, but I'll gather people up for you, shall I? Yeah, um, how nice it is. Well, in your case, unniceties. But it'll, the, in my the, case, the end goal is nice. The end goal is very nice, and it's lighting. work hard or okay. you die. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, um, Vi kind of like uh, whips a hand a little bit, and uh, it a bell appears in uh, their hand. They start clang, clang, clang. It is uh, meeting, town meeting. Uh, come this way, everyone. Only two copper of an entry. <laughs> they catch your eyes. Hey, says, Free entry. Never mind. You are something else, dear. Uh, so, Royari, Ariato, and Volu, you have a moment to uh, plan out who wants to, like, talk to these people. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of you will be assisting. Yes. Cool. Okay. Um. Does anybody... Who has the high... Okay, so it's, di- it's diplomacy or intimidation, right? And in Volu's case, deception. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's everybody's roles for all of those things? Or, like, what's the highest role you have in any of them? I have a plus 25 in Intimidation. Uh, and since I have a improvised... Since I have the improvised feat, I have a plus 19 in Deception and Diplomacy. I have a plus 26 in Diplomacy. Oh, shit. Um, and a 22 in Intimidation. I've also got a plus 20 in performance, but that's less important. <laughs> um, do you want... Uh, I could do it, and then you could have the others, um, like, assist? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I love the idea of Ariana going to the crowd of some, like, fuckface who's literally not paying attention <laughs> or being an asshole about things. Stomping on their feet, like, hey! It's like, hey. You're gonna die if you don't pay attention. <laughs> Literally. You have a family anyone care about? Doubt it. <laughs> oh, shit! No wonder <laughs> oh you're good at intimidation! <laughs> um, oh my god. Rare, you get up on the stage and start telling everyone that, uh, your plan? Yes, I, I really do. Okay, Ray, <laughs> up you go, onto that stage. Um, you've gotten crowds before? your speeches, but this is a lot of people. Um, Vi has brought loads of people directly to you. Uh, Volio and Ariato stand on the stage too, and you see uh, strangers and uh, familiar faces alike. Uh, Sivis is in the crowd, um, the Dwarven Trowers, um, Mordain. Um, practically the whole town is here. Gertie isn't, but like she's probably in her shop. You've never seen Gertie come out of her shop. We have. No. Once. She said she'd come, but I never specified whether she was there or not. Our, oh, the only thing I remember is like her telling us, like, yeah, I was at your circus, but we, I don't think we ever saw her. Um, Volio will one day drag her out of that shop. Maybe. Um. <laughs> God. This is a promise. <laughs> Careful, she might kill you. We're actually killable now. Oh my god. Uh, Rayari uh, steps up onto the stage and is like, um, hello there. It is I, Rayari Sensarnax. Beloved by everybody. I know. I love you too. <laughs> um, um, 
<laughs> uh, and she smiles and she's like, Well, now that we've handled finding the Banyan boys, it's time to start working on stopping the siege. Um, I know that you're all worried. Um, that is fairly natural. Do not feel, um, do not feel, don't feel guilty for being worried. However, you have no need to be worried. Um, today we're obviously rallying the people so that they know what is going to happen. Um, and then after this, we're going to go scouting to see what is around and... I hate this with us. Um, we're going to be... We're going to go out scouting to see what we can find. And then... That's what's today. Then tomorrow and basically then on, we're going to start taking out the places where the Zulgath have taken over one by one. Um, because that's important. And then we're going to take the fight from this town to them because we should not have to be on the defense here. We should be taking the fight to them because if we can fight them there... But that's also the place where they're resting and getting ready for things so they won't be as prepared as when they're already here. We have a much better chance of winning if we take it to them. Molly was in the crowd telling people that if they don't listen, they'll fucking die. <laughs> We've fought the Zulgath before, me and my friends. It is pretty much all we've done for months now. We know how they fight. We know what they're like. We can tell you anything that you need to know about the Zulgath and everything, and most things about them and um, what and who they'll have with them. All you need to do is ask. We are as prepared for this as we can be. I promise that we will save your town. Okay. I want you to make me a diplomacy check. Okay. That is a 30... Three, thirty-three. Okay. Um, Ariato and uh, Volio. Uh, how are you handling this in the meantime while he's giving the speech? Volio's uh, out in the crowd telling like really like bold-faced lies. Like um, he like leans over to someone and he's like, "Wow, you're paying attention, right? If you want, I don't know. I think maybe." someone might come into your house and fucking burn it down. Holy shit. Make me a deception check. Okay. That's <laughs> 12 plus 24. Uh, that is 36. Yep, okay, that succeeds it. You bring up Royari's result by uh, one. And Ariado? I think she's personally seeking out the people who are being like uh, extremely neg- like outwardly extremely negative and going hey hi <laughs> you really won't have a place to live and you won't have a life if you keep being negative like this I think you should pay a fuck attention Grab- like grabbing them by the face and be like be positive be positive <laughs> <laughs> um, roll me everything's gonna be okay but not if you act like that Okay, roll me, uh, roll me a uh, intimidation check. Okay. Uh, 35. 
Okay, yep, all right. Um, you all succeed, and you gain one defense point for Willowside, buying it one more day or something. You actually don't know how, many, how long these boys will last. Buying it some time. Uh, it is now 1 p.m. Um, it'll take about two hours to scout out each individual location. So if you want to go, you're going to have to go quick. You would also probably hop them to Gertie's if you chose to, either today or tomorrow, and pack up to fight some monsters, because you got so much treasure in Fortune's Hall. Yeah. Broom. We have a lot the of money. Broom. Okay. The broom. So, um, after this, uh, do you want to go to uh, Gertie's, or would you like to sc- start scouting? Um, I, f- I honestly think scouting is a bit more important yeah. than Ariata's broom. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, so you guys make your way down to Yelvora, uh, and it is standing uh, near the mayoral office. And um, it smiles at you and says, um, Are you all ready to make your way out into the wilderness? So ready. Oh, yes. So Elvora kind of like uh, tilts its head and says, So we can either go to the East Road blockade, where there are notes of dinosaurs... The Verdant Passage Blockade, which has had dinosaurs for quite some time. Pier Road, where people have been going missing recently. The Pier, where we've seen what you've identified to be Spinosaurus. Dinosaur Corrals, where there raises livestock. Fiend Enclosures, which is uh, where there seem to be demons being raised. The Gug Huts which are uh, the camps of the Zulgat slave labor, by the looks of it. I would, not me- dis- I would not go to the main Zulgat encampment today. It is too far out in the woods and too risky. Where shall we go first, wandering tree? Hmm. What's the closest thing to us? Many of them are all within range around the same place. Anywhere except the Zulgat encampment is a good idea. Well, why don't we go to... Why don't we go to the the East Road blockade? Very good, my friends. Let's make our way out. Boost haste. And, um... You guys head out. So, uh, to scout this place, uh, you guys are going to need to make a perception, stealth, or survival check. Mm-hmm. And, um... You can all roll, and uh, we'll go with the highest result. Perception Twenty-seven. Okay. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Okay. Rayari. That is a. <laughs> it's a twenty-five perception. Okay. Um, Volio and uh, Rayari, you two are having kind of a difficult time, uh, but uh, Ariato, you and Yelvora uh, keep pace pretty easily. And um, after two hours, so at about 3 p.m., uh, you uh, know a little bit about this place. Um, so by the looks of it, uh, the East Road blockade. Uh, so this is the road from uh, the road that goes all the way uh, from Willowside to Fortune's Hall and to the next town, uh, Pier's End. Um <laughs> It appears to be manned by Zulgat 
on Brontosaurus. Sick. Now, technically speaking, the Brontosaurus isn't an actual dinosaur. It was just a misidentified Apatosaurus skeleton. But that's okay for this. Like, it's synonymous. Apatosaurus is the correct Brontosaurus name. Brontosaurus aren't real? Yeah, no, Brontosaurus don't fucking exist. Sorry, dude. What? Yeah, it's a misidentified Apatosaurus. I think you've ru- I think you're literally ruining Russ's life. Sorry. Right what the fuck? It's just. Apatosaurus is the name of Brontosaurus, essentially. Fuck Apatosaurus! It's like the difference between, like, a black panther and, like, a jaguar. You know, they're the same animal, just. Man. Yeah. Sorry, bud. I'm depressed. <clears throat> anyway. Um. You also find out that, uh. So th- there's Brontosaurus and Zulgat here. Uh, but um, you find out pretty quickly just by, like, checking stuff up. Uh, they've got logs dropped across the roads, um, and the Brontosaurus are crushing and uh, dragging up stones uh, to obliterate the road entirely, basically. Um, they're trying to make this, a vi- like, impossible to cross. Um, it looks like they're not going to be a problem until day three of the sea. So in three days, that's when there'll be a problem. And every day, they'll start losing one defense point per day. So you don't need to start addressing them immediately, but that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, 3 p.m. That's what you uh, and that's what you know so far. Um, mm-hmm. Royari and Volio are both out of breath, but uh, Ariato and Elvora, you're doing great. Elvora turns back to you says... <laughs> Excellent observations, companions. You're Thank a you. natural, yes. Miss Bat. Thank you. Royari, Volio. <laughs> well. Listen, they're trying their best. Volio turns to Royari and he's like, Fitch how clever. Uh, just because I was born in the city and don't care about nature. Nature is... <laughs> well, I care... I care about it nature. Over I care you about for a second. <laughs> Eyes wide. I mean, I don't know anything about it, and I've never cared to learn because I've always lived in cities, dear. It slinks back a little boy. bit. Um, and it says, "This aside, we still have time to scout out more hot spots. Wherefore shall we head next?" Let us head. You said something about people going missing. Yes. It appears that along Pier Road, people have been vanishing as of late. Then let's check that out. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys uh, make your way out. This will take you another two hours. Um, I want you guys to roll me another perception survival or stealth check. Okay. Uh. Oh, cool. Thirty-three. Uh, thirty-nine. Oh, fucking hell. Thirty-seven. Yeah, you guys do this one easy. Um, all of you, uh, I think, pushed by your last failure, you're like, I'm not gonna let this guy show me who's boss. <laughs> you do some looking, and you find two things, both of which are less than great. Um, first off, you find that um, it looks like so you find a body. Ah. Oh. 
always great, great. always fun. And the body is mangled. Horribly. It looks like maybe mm-hmm. a... It looks a little decayed. I, you'd guess maybe a week old. Mm-hmm. What's really weird about it is... Um, and this is a little gruesome. It's missing its face. Ew. It's been... <laughs> pardon the pun, but it's, the body's been quite badly defaced. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. That's a good one. There, there's. It's just been cut clean off. Not even like in a, like a messy way. It's just a clean, right through. I think uh, Yelvora makes a face when it sees that and says, "Who would do something like this?" And I want you guys to roll me a society check. Society, okay. Sixteen, not bad. Thirteen. So, Royer, if you choose instead of society, you oh. can make me a uh, underworld lore skill check. Oh shit! Oh my god! I think this is literally the first time I've gotten to roll this. I... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna roll that instead. Is that okay? Can not I? for sure. Okay. That is a 38. Okay. Ariado? I got a 27. Okay. Royer, uh, Volio and, um... Volio and, uh, Ariado, you two are like, uh, uh, some fucked up individual, you guess. Um, Royari, you kind of jump when you see this. Mm-hmm. Because you know this modus operandi. This looks exactly like the handiwork of notorious serial killer, the Vanish Man. What a dumb little name! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The Vanish Man is a serial killer. He has been active around the Isle of Portos for decades. Uh, He actually had a stint where uh, he was in um, Eskadar, and people did go missing. He literally removes the faces of those he kills. Yikes. The reason he's called the Vanish Man is no one's ever caught him. It's like he vanishes without a trace. Eh? Eh? Anything? No? Okay. <laughs> um, you also find out, uh, like, just by looking at that this is probably going to get to be a problem. If the Vanish Man is in Willowside, which is really? weird... I, th- I think Rayari, when they're, like, scouting here, um, and they find the body and they're, like, looking around, Rayari pauses and is like, The Vanish Man? The what now? Is hmm? a serial Who? killer. Is a serial killer. Um, around the Isle of Cortos, he's been active for decades. Literally decades. He was in Escadar for a time. The people went missing and, you know... His whole thing is that he, like, removes the faces of people he kills, and then you can- he's never been found. Another serial killer? Apparently so, but also, why here and why now? That's weird. Oh, maybe he has a Zogas fan. Plus all the chaos, I mean. That's true. Um, that being said- uh, you can figure out that this is going to be a problem actually relatively soon. 
like starting like starting day two, which is uh, tomorrow, that's going to start uh. being a problem as more and more people go missing. Okay. <laughs> um, obviously, it's not a ton, but it's going to be um, bit by bit, you know? So it's just going to eat away at us over time. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, after doing this, Elvora uh, kind of like licks at its uh, eye with its tongue because it's a lizard. And it says, um, Looking at the sky, it appears to be coming the afternoon. We should, we should have some time to keep scouting. I would say that 11 p.m. is the latest we can stay out to. So, mm -hmm. after which point it will become too dangerous. Mm -hmm. How would we like to spend our next few hours? Where shall we head, companions? Mm -hmm. Let's... Perhaps the... Also, I'll the... bury this body. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Perhaps the pier? I mean, we're on Pier Road. An excellent idea. Let's go. All right. Um, so, uh, you make your way down. Uh, again, make me those perception checks, those stealth checks, those survival checks, etc., etc. Mm. 36. Okay. Uh, 33. Okay. That is a 19 plus 21. That would okay. be a four, that would be a 40, right? Yeah, that would be a 40. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah, you guys are on fire. You are not, you are not letting that guy's uh, taunt stick to you. <laughs> um so you find the pier and you can actually see every once in a while like shark fins except it's a big like semicircle uh, uh, fin and coming out of the water and then going back down underneath and you see the shapes of these titanic crocodiles and Zulgath with like weird chokers around their necks mm -hmm. um, and they're just kind of like swimming around the pier slowly um, this is bad for a couple of reasons number one fishermen are not going to be able to fish here and that's that is Willowside's only reliable food source right now Number two, do you remember the Geode Center? That boat you came back on? Mm-hmm. That's coming back in a few days. Ah. Uh, ah. Yeah. Um, so this one is actually a pressing matter. Um, you are going to lose two defense points every day starting today. Mm -hmm. Like, that is bad. Uh, like, if you do nothing about it, uh, by the end of the day, that's two defense points gone already. Mm -hmm. Okay. You could fight it, or you could keep scouting. Uh, what do you guys do? We don't want to lose points already. Yeah, and if it's going to be starting today, we should we should probably get rid of it. Good handle it. Yelvora kind of hisses and says, "What is your decision, friends?" Shall we take on these beasts ourselves? I think we should kill. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it is best yeah. to put down an imminent threat as quickly as possible. Oh, yes. I agree. Uh, 
So if you guys want, you can try to get a jump on these motherfuckers. Yeah, let's kill him. Let's do it. Okay, so would you guys like to uh, roll me stealth against uh, Sartus Fight? Sure. Mm. Ah. Ah. 33. 35. Uh, oh, I miscounted. Uh, 33. Okay, 33. Uh, Volio, you also got 33. Twinsies. Rare, you got a one. Uh, you can see that uh, Yavora is standing back saying, I'm a high-level survivalist, but not a high-level fighter. That's fair. Understandable. Uh, so Volio, top of the order is uh, you. You are uh, hiding behind a rock and squinting out at these motherfuckers. So you can see, like, sails kind of coming out of water every once in a while. And uh, the Zulgat appear to have, like, uh, l- like saddles on their backs, like, around the neck rather than on the, you know, spine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, like, a weird choker around, which you assume is helping them breathe underwater. Yeah. What do you do? Volio... <laughs> I was gonna sprint, but okay. Um, I think Volley is just gonna full on like ambush. Uh, they're gonna sprout their wings. Okay. And they're going to very quickly fly over to this uh, little on the first one, and he's okay. going to try and hit him off. Okay, go. Uh, Volio, with a flash of color, you speed up into the air, and, like, uh, you see, like, the Spinosaurus hasn't noticed you, the Zulgat kind of looks over its shoulder and goes, ah, as you approach it, um, and what do you roll? I rolled a 43. Fucking insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is going to be a crit. Good. Um, how much damage is that? Uh, that'll be 20 damage. Uh, and, and roll me a d12. Yeah. I rolled a really low on damage, so true. Uh, that's 11. Okay, that's 31 damage. Okay. Uh, and uh, Volo, uh, you smack at this Zulgat, uh, which you notice is particularly corpulent. Um, he's a fat, fat boy. Um, mm. Love him lots. Uh, it lets out a blah as you smack it. And... Um, you know, like a weird stench comes out of its mouth, like a visible stink cloud, and it turns its head and points and says, "Intruders!" He only sees me. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and Volio, is that your turn? Yeah. That's okay. The uh, Ariado, it is your turn. Um, Volio has smacked at uh, one of the Zulgat, who uh, make me real fast a uh, free free uh, Zivgavazeb lore for me, um, vision lore. Okay. That is 38. Okay, a 48? That is a crit. 38. Oh, 38. That's still a crit! Oh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you immediately recognize uh, these Zulgat as Zulgat Gut Ragers. Um, as you get, like, a psychic message uh, reminding you that these are uh, some of the more extreme uh, versions of old Bile Bearers, the guys you met ages ago. Uh, they're stockier and they're faster. Um, and uh, what's really neat about them is that they've got long necks, um, kind of like an oviraptor or something, or like any raptor, I guess, um, and really long tongues. 
Um, and you remember that the uh, wild bile bears will like just make you know a mess on the floor and harden uh, into a nest. These guys just spew um, acid fog everywhere. They've got like a pressurized bladder um. in their throat, which lets them do that, and also let them explode. These guys will self-destruct. They will kamikaze themselves. You know that that is a, a thing that you're gonna have to deal with. Volio, well, yeah, be careful, they can explode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, now you're scared. <laughs> I'm more concerned. Ariadne, you've got three actions. What do you do? Uh, 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 I'm gonna need the uh, uh, Zolgath in the back and the Spinosaurus to make me a reflex save. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, that's a 34 for the Gut Rager, and a second 34 for the Spinosaurus. Okay, well, they both pass, so they're going to take half of 66 fire damage. Fireball! Uh-oh, okay! Um, Ariadne, you conjure a ball of flames and spike it, and it hits, uh, like, the Spinosaurus whips his head just at the last minute. Um, it does still, like, get blasted by it, but it's not, like, as point-blank as you might have hoped. So, how much damage is that? Um, that is 10 damage? It's 11 damage to both of them. Yeah. Because uh, you rolled a 21 and it rounds up. Yeah. Okay. Um, they see you now and they're po- they like, the second Spinosaurus, like, is poking its head out and snarling at you. Uh, one action left. What do you do? Vision of weakness on this little guy. <laughs> okay. So, um, the... What you can tell, Ariado, as you hear through the veils and uh, invite the curse upon you, that these guys are resistant to acid. Uh, they are relatively stocky with their fortitude and their reflex, but their will is not the most powerful. Okay. Um, and that's what you kind of, like, uh, get from staring directly into their very being. Uh, the okay. next thing you get is a screaming roar as um, the Spinosauruses emerge from the water. Um, and one of them, uh, Volio, is going to immediately grab at you, um, and it mm. bites you. That is a 42 to fucking hit. Oh, 42? Yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it a crit? It's a crit. Volio, that is... 38 piercing damage as the crocodile-like jaws snap around you out of the air. Um, it's immediately going to try grab you. Um, and that is going to be a uh, 30 against your fortitude DC. Ouch. Uh, is a 30 against your fortitude uh, DC a hit? Mm, no. Okay. Um... Well, it tries to grab you out of the air, but you're able to wiggle out pretty quickly. And it kind of, like, lets out a low, like... Like a weird, like, low crackling noise, nearly. It does not like you. Um, it is uh, going to... Bully is raging now, by the way. Oh, Hog, okay. Honk, honk! Uh, you invite honk. the silly mode into you. Um, it is going to try to bite you one last time. That's going to be a 25. 25? No. Okay. Uh, now... It is the other's uh, Spinosaurus turn, and it does something fucking wild. It fucking mm. tilts one way, and then it fucking does a powerful lunge to the side, and its sail slaps the surface of the water and creates a fucking tidal wave. 
Um, okay. Ariato and Royari, you two need to make me a reflex save as water comes splashing at you at full force. 33. 33, okay. I rolled a nat 20. Okay, I mean, fucking nothing. Uh, you could use your um, your new skill feat if you so chose to cartwheel out of the way. Sure, I'll do that. Okay, Royari, you can move up to half your speed in any direction as you cartwheel. That's like 25 feet, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Uh, then I'll move 25 feet up, uh, I think that's north, northeast, uh, closer to the dinosaur. Okay. The, the dinosaurs and the Zulgath. Mm-hmm. Okay, Royari, you flip out away um, from this wave that splashes Ariato and does a colossal eight damage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like ah, and then like it hits you. And like, oh come on, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, it is then going to crawl onto the land, um, taking the gut rager on its back with it. Um, and it is now the gut rager's turn, and these guys are letting out a oh, 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 um, kind of like hooting, and then uh, one of them goes and he. Up shucks a blast of acid from its mouth uh, into you, Volio. Um, and that is going to be a 42 to hit. Holy shit. Yeah, that's another crit. That's going to be 68 acid damage. Uh... As it basically fucking like full, like point blank <laughs> into you. That's cool. Fine. It's gonna try and intimidate you, I guess. Because <laughs> uh, not one. It looks like a stupid idiot. Fully laughs at him. It, it feels ashamed. It's now frightened. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the other one, but it sees you, Royari, and it uh, is going to. Um, you're within 30 feet of it now, right? You can't real closer. Yeah. Okay, Royari, it does something horrible. It inhales, inhales, and it spits out. At first you assume it's its tongue, but then you realize with horror. It upchucks its esophagus at you. Like a chameleon. And it uh, smacks at you. And that's going to be a 38 to hit. A 38? Yeah. Yeah, that hits. Okay, that's going to be 31 bludgeoning and acid damage. Um, And, like, that smacks you. And then it goes, oh, yeah. And it, you see it having to slowly return that into its mouth. Uh, so it is clumsy cool. for a round. Its AC is lower. Um, cool. It's also just going to try to intimidate you because it doesn't know what else to do. Uh, that is a 30 against your will DC. Yeah, my one, it hurts. Okay. Royari, you feel fear enter your heart. And no, it doesn't. You're a champion. You oh my god. You stare up at this creature, eyes narrowed as you remember your oaks that you would protect your friends. And you are not frightened. <laughs> this thing looks down at you and goes. Uh, what Roy- am I supposed to be afraid of you? <laughs> Royari, it is your turn. Yeah, I, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I will. I will cast a spell. Rayari is like, well, I suppose I'll please my family in one way at least, um, mm-hmm. and, ca- and casts haste 
paste on themselves. Okay, so Roy, you hold up your rapier in the air, and it kind of glows, and the scroll around it, like, like shakes a little bit. And uh, you are hasted. You get one extra action per round. Um, that took two actions, so you've got two left. Okay, and then Rayari is going to use a finisher. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a perfect finisher this okay, time. Okay, that's a new one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't often go for other finishers. Okay. Uh, the first one was I rolled a six. I'll go with the first one that I rolled instead of the nat one. Okay. <laughs> so six plus what? Six plus twenty-six. So a 32? thirty-two against the yeah, against the yes. That's somehow a fucking hit. Oh, thank God. My life, oh god, my life is not that bad. Okay, roll damage. 38. Okay. Uh, so you do 38 damage, Rayari. Uh, how does this look? Um, I think that Rayari is like, oh, disgusting. Um, and I think that because the next thing that I do is gonna be, I'm gonna tumble through. Okay. Um, so do you think that it would be okay if I, like, stabbed into the, into the, is it a Spinosaurus? Mm-hmm. If I stabbed into it and then, like, sprung from that while I pulled out the sword to tumble through? That's is awesome. That okay? Absolutely. Go for it. Roll me acrobatics. Thank you. I like to be epic. <laughs> that is a... 37. Okay, yeah, you get through space easily, and you are now, uh, you now have panache again. Um, this thing, okay. by the way, has a minus two to attack rolls because you hit it with a finisher. Hell yes. Um, alright. Volio, it's your turn. Up there in the sky, you're a big gay bird. What do you do? He's a big gay bird. Ow. That last hit hurts so yeah, bad. Yeah, you got hit you know pretty what? bad. I'm gonna hit him worse. Okay, I'm go for it. 44? 44 is a crit, man. Holy shit. <laughs> 26 damage, and then I need to roll a d12. 7. Okay. So... Uh, that comes out to be about 31 damage, Volio, as you bonk him hard, and he lets it out. Wait, hmm? Wait that's 46, not 36. Holy shit, 46? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's doubled. Oh, my God. Uh, 46 plus 7. 51? 51, 51. Okay, yeah, Volio, holy shit. Uh, you smack this gut rager hard, it's groaning in pain, um, staring at you pretty upset. Uh, Good. what do you do now? Mm. Can I cleave? Yeah, for sure, you can cleave. There's two of them right next to each other. Let's try it. Let's not try it. <laughs> 23. You can use a hero point, or you can say fuck it. Uh, it's the end of the session. I'll use a hero point. Good call. 38. Yeah, it was worth using the hero point, bud, because that is a yeah. crit against a gut rager. Ooh, that's 29 times 2. Um, that's 58 damage, uh, plus 
68 damage. Can you please put one more damage? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I can't, otherwise I'd have to give you a hero point. Please. Um, holy shit, Volio, actually, I, as your I, hammer drives down into the gut rager and you're cleaving, you actually crush its skull. Oh my god. Just like that, uh, the gut rager goes out with a blah as you hammer it into the back of the Spinosaurus, which lets out a crocodile roar at you. Um, holy fuck. <laughs> holy fuck. Is that your turn? Yeah. Okay, uh, well, in that case, Ariado, it is your turn. Volio has killed one of them already, which is great. Um, and he didn't have to explode. Um, you Ooh. do have your vision of weakness up, which means that um, you can't see beyond uh, 30 feet super well. Not that you can't do anything to them if they're outside of that, but, like, you are going to have a slightly difficult time. You can, yeah. at the moment, see basically everyone, though, so you're good. Uh, she is going to take an action to step a slightly northeast so she can see the other uh, Rager. Okay. Uh, coming out of the fogs of your vision, you see the monsters. What do you do? And then I need a will save from the gut Rager. Boner. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. From the uh, Gut Rager or Spinosaurus or everyone? Just the Gut Rager. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say a 19 doesn't do it. <laughs> That's a crit fail. Ooh. Oh. Against a spirit blast. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> And what kind of spirit blast is this? How's this look? It's force damage. <laughs> okay. That's so many dice. Because it's 16d6, 54. 54 times 2? Times 2. <laughs> 108 fucking damage? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ariato! Oh you conjure up like a ball of force in your hand that's crackling with energy and you fucking aurosphere it into this guy and he lets out a wail because you like I think he straight knock off one of its arms and it lets out a howl of pain um as it looks down and it's like now stump and looks up at you and like screeches its tongue like its esophagus even still not fully retracted yeah, uh, I, I'm guessing that hurt real hard in this spirit, because I think I took a chunk of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Holy shit. Uh, how is that? You got one action left? No, that's all my actions. I moved and I cast. Oh, shit. OK, well, it's the gut rager and um, its eyes are kind of wide and uh, I think it uh, screeches and it shouts, um, Dex to the heretics! Glory to Lord Everhunger! He jumps off the back of the Spinosaurus and while in the air, Royari, he explodes. Oh! Um, I need you to make me a reflex save. Oh, oh no, actually, okay. this might be so fucking bad for him. Uh, okay, that is a four, 42, I think. Ray, would you like to do a sick flip? Yeah. 
<laughs> the Gut Ranger throws itself at you, ready to fucking die for its cause, and you just like, zoink! <laughs> fucking move out of the way. And he's like, oh god! It explodes in a massive blast of viscera, which actually does catch the Spinosaurus, and the Spinosaurus needs to make a failed reflex save! It, ah, stupid dinosaur man. Um, that's gonna be uh, 26 acid damage to the Spinosaurus, which lets out a crackling roar. Holy shit! And I guess that's his turn because he's fucking dead. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's the Spinosaurus turn. Um, clearly unhappy that that happened. Um, the one that has pulled itself out onto the bank royary is going to try bite at you. Uh, that's going to be a 37 to hit. That does hit, I think. That is 22 piercing damage yeah, as those crocodile jaws clamp around you. Or it tries to whip you off your feet. Um, that is going to be a 40 against your athletics DC, or your fortune DC. A 40? Mm-hmm. It's a third crit failure. Okay, Royari, you are immobilized. You can't do anything except try to escape, because it's got you pinned mm-hmm. in its jaws. And, you know... Oh, dear. You know what it does now that you're in its jaws? Mm-hmm. You want to guess? What, Terry? It doesn't eat you. It uses rip and tear. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, it reaches up with its claws and actually starts slashing at you, like, inside its jaws. Um, trying to gut you like you're a fish. Uh, make me a reflex save. Okay. Rolled a 46, so. I mean, crit success, even without evasion. It's just kind of like trying to slash at you with his claws, but you're like squirming and wiggling all the wrong way, and he's clearly getting frustrated. Where he's like, ah! Get off of me! Uh, Royari, it is your turn. You have four actions because you are hasted. Um, you're vibrating a little bit, but you're also in the jaws of this thing, and you are completely restrained. The only thing you can do is try to escape. What do you do? I would like to escape. I would like to escape. I bet you would. Roll me acrobatics. 40. That's a 40. Yep. Easy peasy. Watch out. You slip out of its jaws. Uh, where'd you go instead? Um, Rary's going to land over here at right in front of it, basically. Okay. Um, he lands and then she's like, fuck you. Um, and I'm going to use a precise strike. Okay. Actually... Mm-hmm. This is probably the only fight we're going to do today, right? For sure. Then I simply feel like it would be funny to just use searing light. Okay. Uh, Royari, your eyes start to glow, and you're about to laser this dude. Um, he has to make a reflex save, right? Yeah, I think. Wow. Thanks, guys. You can tell these guys are slightly lower level than you. Let's say, um... <clears throat> That's a 26 against your class DC. Uh, my class DC is in fact 33. So that's a that's I win. I win, Derry, I win. You sure do. Um Holy fuck. Yeah, um roll damage. 43. Okay, Royari, with a blast of light, you shoot lasers into this thing, and you do 43 damage as it lets out a roar of anguish. It hates you. Um, is that your turn? No. Oh my god, you've one action left. Oh my fucking god, yeah. I'm gonna use a perfect finisher. Okay. Oh boy. 
Derry, you discovered that I can win and I and I am better than you. Okay, Derry. Okay, that's over. Uh, okay, that is a... I'm going with the second roll because I rolled a 6 plus 26. That is a 32. That's a hit. Roll damage. 30 damage. 30 damage. Okay, Royari. Kashring! Um, your uh, blade rips into this creature's scaly flesh and lets out a roar. Is that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Ariato, it's your turn. Uh, we got two Spinosaurus and zero Gut Ragers. They went down very fast. What do you do? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that these giant creatures are probably not very good at reflex saves. Not necessarily very good, no. They're quite lumbering. Probably. Uh, so... I'm going to hit him with a Shadow Blast. Fucking wonderful. Okay. Uh, reflex save. Are you going for the one Royari's fighting or one Volio's fighting? Hey, Derry. Why not both? Why not both? That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> a 15 a foot burst within 120 feet. That's terrible. Hey, I rolled a fucking 23. That's just 10 under. <laughs> Motherfucker! That is exactly 10 under. That's a crit fail. No! <laughs> Roll damage! <laughs> okay. And again, uh, I, I'm just going to make this sonic damage. Um, okay. Times 2, 34 damage. Okay, 34 damage? Holy shit. Well, shit, Ariato. Uh, well, one of them is doing fine as you blast sound into it, uh, the one Volio's fighting. But the one Royari is fighting, it's kind of like lumbering towards them. And then you let out that blast of sonic energy that like makes every molecule in its body vibrate. And let's say like... Before it topples over dead in front of him. Holy cool. shit! <laughs> you have one action left. What do you do? God damn. Okay. Um, I don't have a lot of things that are just one action. You know what? You know what? Quicken casting Shadow Blast again. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> reflex save? Yep. It's time to electricity. I was like, you know, okay, that's good. So long as I roll over a 23, which is a, a two, like I just have to roll higher than a two. How okay. hard could that be? How difficult is it? There's only one number lower than a two. There's only one number lower than a two. I got a nat one. Oh my God. <laughs> Times two, 36 damage. 36 Ariato. lightning damage. <laughs> Ariato, you blast out a, uh, an explosion of sound into the two of them, and when one of them falls, you pull back, realign your energy, and blast a sh an explosion of lightning into the second one, making it roar out in pain. Um, it's quite mad. And it is the Spinosaurus's turn. The Spinosaurus is uh, angry. Um, it is, unlike many other dinosaurs, a predator, however. So it's going to it's going to consider what it's going to do. And it's going to figure, you know what? There's fish elsewhere. I'm an ichthyovore. <laughs> See ya. And with the absence of its gut ragers, it descends into the water and just swims away out into the fucking Kortos Ocean. <laughs> and you have successfully best you have successfully liberated the Willowside Pier. Cool. 
Um, Jesus Christ. Pulling itself out of a bush nearby, um, Yelvora kind of pokes its head out and says, Is the battle won? Yes. yes. A little lance. How exquisite. If you don't mind, and uh, it kind of like comes closer to the corpse of the Spinosaurus and is like rubbing its hands together a little bit, um, observing it, um, and stares almost transfixed. Fascinating. What a gorgeous specimen. Do you want to take bits of it home? I would love to. And it takes out fucking hunting knife. <laughs> it takes out hunting Holy knife shit. and just goes to Volio fucking takes, town. Volio takes out his clown knife and fucking helps it. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, after a little bit, it kind of wipes its brow, uh, uh, turns back to you, and says, I don't need to wipe my brow. I'm a lizard. We sweat through our eyes. That being said... It would appear that with this out of the way, you have successfully bought the town some more time. We have a choice before us, friends. We can either return to the town and rest, or we can continue scouting and trust we will not come into contact with any more foes. What say you? I mean, it'd be good to go scouting some more, right? Just a little. We have some more places left. Uh, we can scout a little more. We should go home soon, though, because I think that keeping ourselves um, functioning is also important. But scouting one more time should be okay. Elvora nods and says, Well, companions, I am at your service. Let's go see what other secrets these Zulgat are hiding from us. And with yes. that, with that, they uh, or with that, it gestures for you guys to follow as you make your way deeper into the Zulgat territories to see what other uh, monsters and uh, traps they have ready, so that you can uh, help break the siege and bring peace back to Willowside. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.